Louis Varland is set to make his debut at Yankee Stadium Wednesday afternoon. What to expect from one of the Twins' top pitching prospects. A wonderful story. A homegrown twin on Wednesday afternoon and previewing this entire doubleheader. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 6th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, season three, hosting a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins, season four, writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. Unfortunately, the Twins were rained out on Tuesday in Yankee Stadium. So they did not lose to the Yankees on Tuesday, and we'll play two on Wednesday. Louis Varlin is going to start in the first half of this doubleheader. This is awesome. I mean, I recorded an episode a couple weeks ago. Who will we see? Who could we see in September for the Twins as a call-up? And I talked about Louis Varlin. I think after you know, since he's been moved up to AAA, that has been enhanced and increased because he's been so good at AAA. Four starts, 21 and a third. 169 ERA with 27 strikeouts and three walks at AAA. Louis Varlin, for those who don't know, St. Paul native. He's 24 years old. In in the draft in 2019 out of Concordia St. Paul, D2 baseball, he was the 449th pick in that draft. 449. And in that draft, he signed for a grand total of $115,000 out of the draft. I'm not saying 115,000 is not a lot, but in, in the in the draft like guys are making 8 7 8 million dollars. He signed for 115,000 with his hometown Twins. At that time it was cool. You know, the Twins have done that before with guys and I actually tweeted out my favorite stat that exists about the Minnesota Twins. The seven best Minnesota-born players in expansion era history since the Twins became a club. The seven best Minnesota-born players by baseball reference wins above replacement all played for the Twins at some point in their careers. I don't have the seven in front of me, but it goes something like Dave Winfield, Paul Molitor, Kent Herbeck, Jerry Koosman, Jack Morris, uh, Terry Steinbach, and I'm missing missing one more. Joe Maurer. (laughs) Joe Maurer, of course. Those are your seven. Uh, those seven Minnesota born players since the expansion era have the most wins above replacement. And they all at some point played for the twins. And I think there's always this, this fun feeling when a homegrown player comes up, it's different when it's like in New York or LA, there's so many people from California, so many people from New York, when it's a twin, it's, it's super cool to me because that like, we take pride in that. I take pride in that. And I think it's so fun to cheer for somebody who's from you know, t- 10 minutes away from me or 15 minutes away from me. Like Louis Varland's from St. Paul, North St. Paul, and he's going to pitch for the twins on Wednesday. It's super cool. And there's reason to be really excited about him. And we always have to be conscious of our expectations, especially for pitching prospects. You'll see the best pitching prospects in, in baseball. Like Dylan Cease is a really good example. Dylan Cease was, was not good for over a year in the majors. Great stuff. Didn't have the command. He figured it out. Now he almost no hit the twins on Saturday night. It takes time 
for even very good pitching prospects to pan out. And Louis Varlin is not a top 100 prospect. I think I had him. I, I was definitely higher on him than most. I think I had him sixth or seventh, maybe in my twins prospect rankings. He's the second best pitching prospect in the system behind Simeon Woods Richardson at this point. And it's pretty close because Varlin's here. He's ready to go. And overall this year at Wichita and St. Paul, 24 games, 23 starts, 126 and one thirds innings, a 306 ERA, over 10 strikeouts per nine innings and three walks per nine. So with with Varlin, here's what you're going to see. And I had Arm Layton on the show a couple months ago talking about Twins prospects for a prospect Friday. And he, I didn't even bring up Louie. And Arm at the end of the episode, at the end of our episode goes, Nash, wait, before I go, I need to, I need to talk about Louis Varlin. He's a prospect analyst. I need to talk about Louis Varlin. His fastball is awesome. I love his fastball. That's the, that's the thing with Louie. Like, that's the thing to watch on Wednesday. Lively, mid to upper 90s fastball when he's really clicking, when he's stretched out and, and good to go. Mid to upper 90s. He was in like the 80s in, in high school and college. Now he's in the mid to upper 90s. Big velocity increase. And then a good breaking ball. I think the, the pros with Louis Varland, I think he's going to be really tough on right-handed hitters. I think his fastball up and in, slider down and away is going to be tough. It's going to be tough for righties. And I think you might see that a little bit even on Wednesday, like maybe hints of it. I'm not expecting him to go out there and give you five shutout innings or six shutout innings. I think you'll see some of why the Twins are excited, why a lot of Twins fans are excited about Louis Varlin, because the stuff is there. And it starts with stuff. I always talk about that. It starts with stuff. If you don't have the stuff, it's an uphill battle. And he has the stuff. He's got a really good fastball with a ton of ride up in the zone. That's where he gets his swings and misses. You know, the strikeout numbers are great. He's going to get swings and misses at the top of the zone. That sets up the breaking ball. And last year, the Twins minor league pitcher of the year, he was incredible across both A levels. Over 100 innings, 210 ERA. Strikeouts per nine up over 12. It's pretty natural. Like, it's pretty normal for a pitching prospect to take a half step back the next year. Like he added less than a run to his ERA at double A AA and triple A, but he just, he's such a quick riser. He's 24, but that's, that's quick. Like he went from rookie ball in Elizabethton in 2019 to no baseball in 2020. And then in 2021 or no minor league baseball, I should say in 2020, 2021 minor league pitcher of the year, 2022, he might win it again for the twins. He's been awesome. More on Louie, this double header, and what's ahead for the Twins after this word from Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to our new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. They are delicious. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and your family. It will be the perfect treat. My favorite thing about Built Bars, yes, they're delicious. They're healthy too. Those are my two favorite things, healthy and delicious. Built Bar continues to deliver, and they have a new cookie dough chunk puff. You are going to love it. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Let's take a look at some Louis Varlin splits. So I mentioned I think he's going to be really tough on right-handed hitters. This year in the upper minors, 289 plate appearances for right-handed hitters. They're hitting 236 with a 294 on base percentage, and they're slugging just 357. Seven home runs in 289 plate appearances. The high fastball, some of the same concerns we have with Joe Ryan. 
high fastball, those will get hit for homers. He does have more fastball than Joe Ryan, and he has good ride on his fastball as well. The hiccups with Louis Varland are are what they are for a lot of right-handed pitching prospects. He's pretty standard, like really good stuff. He's a good pitcher. He's a solid pitching prospect. He's right-handed. He throws hard, good ride on a fastball. The lefties, like how's he going to get lefties out? Lefties this year hitting 249. On-base percentage is up 26 points to 320, and they're slugging 385 for a 704 OPS. That's not bad. Like that's by any, by any means, that's not bad for Louis Varlin. But how is he going to be able to get good left-handed hitters out in the majors? That's the question. I think the biggest question for him, like the command at times will be a question mark, but he throws enough strikes. It's going to be, how does he fare against good left-handed hitters in the majors? Louis Varlin, 43% fly ball rate. You're going to see fly balls, 35% ground ball rate at AAA this year. Those numbers are a little bit more even at double A, but by no means a ground ball pitcher in the minors. He wasn't twenty in low A last year, but his fly ball rate went up in uh, in high A. So fly balls again because of that fastball up in the zone this year at double A, one hundred seventeen ground balls, ninety nine fly balls. So you know fairly even, but he's a strikeout pitcher. He's a strikeout pitcher. How's he going to do against good left handed hitters? That's my biggest question. For Louis Varlin, 32% strikeout rate at AAA. Opponents are hitting 190 against them at AAA. FIP at AAA is 228, a little bit higher than the ERA, uh, but still outstanding. He's been awesome for the Saints. I think, again, that's the reason he's up right now is, yes, because Tyler Malley went on the injured list. It could be Aaron Sanchez going down, but it also could have been Aaron Sanchez starting this game, right? There's also a question mark with Sonny Gray, so maybe you need Sanchez for uh, for Thursday's game. But Louis up because... He's been awesome at AAA, and he's 24, and it's time. I said it in the offseason. It's time for us to start seeing some of these top pitching prospects. Unfortunately, many of them have been hurt. You know, Balazovic, hurt and ineffective. Cantorino, we've gone over all of them. Cantorino, Tommy John surgery. You know, Simeon Richardson is still young. He's at AAA, but he's, on average, six years younger than his competition at AAA. So it's not, it's not a top of the system that's busting right now with pitching talent. And we thought coming into this year – it was going to be a deep group. Like this was going to be a deep group of good young starters. The twins would choose from and injuries and ineffectiveness had have rampaged and, and run rampant through that depth. We thought was there at double A AA and triple A, but Louis Varlin is kind of an exception to the rule this year. He's been healthy. He's been very good and he's progressed about as well as you'd want anybody to progress a top pitching prospect, a 15th round pick in 2019. I am hopeful that some of these late round picks, Louis Varlin, David Festo was the 399th pick in the draft last year. He is, I think it's going to be between those two for minor league pitcher of the year, David Festa and Louis Varlin. Festa at two A levels has a 232 ERA, essentially having an identical season to what Varlin did last year, and he won minor league pitcher of the year. But I'm hopeful that some of these late round pitching picks will pan out. And maybe Louis Varlin is the start of that. Nick Nelson wrote about it at Twins Daily. Uh, that's a good piece, but Louie could could be the start of that, and hopefully he is. Don't want to put too much pressure on the kid. His first start at Yankee Stadium, he knows the history. He's a, a lifelong Twins fan. He knows the history, and again, it's so cool to watch guys who are from Minnesota, who grew up in Minnesota. He went to college in St. Paul at Concordia. It's really cool to watch these guys play for the Twins, and the good news is 
He may not be the only one we see this year. Matt Walners from Forest Lake, Minnesota. He's a Minnesota native, and those two are arguably the two highest performing prospects in the system this year. If you had to pick one pitcher and one hitter, it's it's probably Walner and Varland, and they're both from Minnesota. I love that. I, I will always love that. I will always cheer for that storyline. And this is uh, Louis Varland's a great story. And you know what would make it even better? If he turned out to be a really good major league pitcher. So I'm hopeful for Louis. We'll see. I'm excited to watch him. It's always, I think pitching debuts are the best. Yes, it's fun to watch like Jose Miranda debut. It's fun to watch Alex Kirilov debut in the playoffs. It's fun to watch all these guys debut on the position player side. But I think starting pitching debuts are so fun because they are in the limelight. They're throwing every pitch. They're, they're, that's their game, right? For a hitter, like you see three or four at-bats, and that's it's fun. It's not the same as a pitching debut. And there's a lot of pressure on pitching debuts as well. So I'm, I'm very excited. That's at 2.05 on Wednesday. We'll see how that pans out. It'll be Louis Varland against Domingo Herman. And then game two will be Joe Ryan against Garrett Cole. And this is, a, we knew this was a big series for the Twins. They, they, I think, have to find a way to split here. And like, sorry, Louie, but the first game looks like a better chance to split because Garrett Cole is not pitching. Now the twins did pop Garrett Cole at target field. I wouldn't expect the twins to pop Garrett Cole, especially without Polanco, without Buxton. They were a part of that. I wouldn't expect that on Wednesday. I would expect Cole to be solid. He's, he's very good. I mean, I think he's leading the majors in strikeouts. He's still very good. He's an ace. He's going to be tough. Maybe Joe Ryan will put together one of those those vintage Joe Ryan performances, you know, one of those Giants performances he had at home. The thing with Joe this year is he's not been good against good lineups. He's actually really struggled against good lineups and good hitters. So that matchup, it's it's basically the Twins having to find a way to get Aaron Judge out. And you saw that. Like if Aaron Judge, it's sometimes what we talk about with Jose Ramirez. Like if Jose Ramirez has a big series, you know you're probably going to lose. If Aaron Judge has a big series, you know you're probably going to lose because a big series for those guys is a massive series for anybody else. And for Judge this year, he's been so unconscious. You have to bake in what he's going to do. You know you know he's going to hurt you at some point. The over-under on his home runs in this series is two and a half because that's what it's been all year in every four-game series. He's got 54 homers this year. I, I would put it at two and a half for the series. He has one. If you can keep him under under two, like if you if he only hits one homer in this series, I think that the Twins have a good chance to split because the rest of the Yankees lineup is scuffling or hurt. Rizzo's on the IL, Benintendi's out, LeMahieu sat game one of this series, but he hasn't had a great year. You know, just Giancarlo Stanton has not had a great year. He's struggled since he's come off the injury list. You saw him hopping around on Monday. It's not a scary lineup. Like Josh Donaldson's been below average. You can't have Marwin Gonzalez hitting home runs and Isaiah Counter-Falefa hitting home runs. That's not what they do. I, I trust, though, that over a larger sample, even if that sample is only four games, that Marwin's not going to beat you. You know, ICAF's not going to beat you. These these guys, they're, they're not going to beat you, generally. If you can get Aaron Judge, it's such a big if. It's the biggest if in the history of ifs. If you can get Aaron Judge, you're going to be okay. And it starts with Louie and Joe. On the offensive side, I do think they'll have opportunities to score against Domingo Herman. Hittable. He's been solid. You know, he's, it, it hasn't been a pitching problem for the Yankees. That's not why they're struggling. It's been an offense problem. So if you can win some lower scoring games, like the Yankees won 5-2 in the opener, if you can win games like that, 
you're going to have a much better chance to win because this offense hasn't proven outside of judge that they're going to, they're going to whoop up on anybody since basically June Domingo Armand over his last four starts, or let's go back to, we can go back to like a six starts. It's the start of August. Domingo Armand has been very good and his ERA to start the year was poor, but 218 ERA in his last seven starts uh, since August 1st, 374 FIP though, feeling independent pitching. Not going to strike out a bunch of guys. He's got 23 strikeouts and 41 in the third sinker. Kind of like Tyone, a little bit like Tyone, and the Twins got to him. So I'm hopeful the Twins can get to uh, can get to Domingo Armand. I, I I say these things about the offense, and like I'm hopeful because the offense is still talented. But unless and until they start getting guys back, they need Polo back. I think Polo is such an integral part of this group, not just because of what he does, but because he's, he's a switch hitter, and they need his left-handed power, and they need him in the lineup, and he's had kind of a down year, and that's – that is a big storyline for me because he's he's integral. You look at their top four. Every every one of those four is super important. Correa, Buxton, Arise, and Polanco. And for too many times this year, they haven't had the full all four intact. They haven't had the all four clicking together. But when they have, and actually when the Twins played the Yankees at Target Field, in that time stretch, like in that nine-game stretch against the AL East, Buxton was, was crushing. Arise was crushing. Correa was crushing. Polo was doing his thing, and you saw this incredible offense explode against Garrett Cole, one of the best pitchers in baseball. That's what they're capable of doing, and they went 5-4 and four in that nine-game stretch when they had Chichi Gonzalez and Devin Smeltzer starting in their rotation because Sonny Gray was out and, and Joe Ryan had COVID, and it was just a, a huge mess. They still found a way because those guys were clicking together. So unless and until you can get Polo back, get Buck back, get them – Working together, you get Louie going because he can be so good. It's hard to watch him struggle like this because he can be so, so good. And we've, he's had such an excellent year. You get those guys going again. Then I'm, I'm hopeful about the offense down the stretch. We got four full weeks left of the season. We got so much baseball to play. They have eight games left against Cleveland. It, the, the runway starts now, and I think that's, that's why there's hope here. I also think... It's just going to be hard for them to do it without their their cogs, without their guys. Like they need their guys back. I'm hopeful Polo will be back after the ten days. It's coming up. You know what's today? September. What I say? The sixth, the tenth. I think he's eligible. I'm hopeful they start getting these guys back and they can get more into a groove offensively. But until then, you have to weather the storm. We always talk about that. Weather the storm. Limit the damage. Find a way. Louis Varland is debuting. Really excited. Really excited. This was uh, a highlight of last year, like seeing Joe Ryan debut, Bailey Ober debut, Griffin Jacks debut. Such a highlight of last year in a lost season. They still have a chance to make the playoffs, and we're going to see Louis Varland debut. So I'm really excited about this. Enjoy Louis Varland's debut. Don't go too hard on him. He's a rookie in his first career start at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I'm expecting him to do well. Um, but if he doesn't, I will not be surprised because that's a, that's a tough spot. Thanks again for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Lockdown Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts on. The Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks again. Have a great day. Enjoy the doubleheader. We'll be back with a post game after game two to talk about the doubleheader and Louis Varlin's debut, how the Twins looked and where they stand. We'll be back.
Thanks again. Go Twins.